Welcome to the Vanilla to Vixen podcast. This show contains adult content, so if you are under 18 or easily offended, please switch off now. Mr. and Mrs. N are not qualified relationship counsellors. This show is for entertainment purposes only. Now the disclaimer is out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy our journey from Vanilla to Vixen. Episode 61 of Vanilla to Vixen. We are your hosts, Mr. and Mrs. N, also known as The Naughty Couple. That'll be the ones. That'll be the ones. <laughs> you went all sultry when you said N. I know, I thought I'd make it like a sexy episode. We've got some very sexy guests with us today. We do. We've got Cheeky Demand, Kaz and Russ. Hi, guys. Hi. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you for inviting us. It's oh, a pleasure to be here. No, we're more than welcome. Absolutely, yes. We, we like to drag our victims, don't we? <laughs> yes, we like to groom them in. Groom them in. You didn't yeah. have to drag us very hard. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know why, why the, the person with the foot fetish never does very well in the casino? No. Because they, they don't like the smell of defeat. Oh, oh for <laughs> Oh dear! I didn't even try and blend that one in. Yeah, there's no point, really. I didn't even try and blend it. No point. Let's get on to the show. Yay! (laughs) So, Kaz and Russ, what's your favourite club that you go to? Oh, mine for one reason and one reason only is Liberty Elite. Liberty Elite. Well, there's lots of reasons actually, but the biggest reason is the hot tub. Ah, it's a great hot tub. Can't beat it. It's, that's that's uh, yeah, lady after Mrs. N's heart. Absolutely. There. You'll either find her at the buffet or the hot tub. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nowhere in between. I'm easily found usually. <laughs> yes. She's on plan, her way. Food or jets? Food, food or jets? That's the thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Russ, do you share the same? Or have you got a different? Now you've got a different one. Or? We, I do have a different one. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 Personally, prefer Ecstasia. Ecstasia. Yeah, I love the um, the big open dance floor area. It's like a properly kitted out nightclub. Yeah, um, it's got more of a nightclub vibe. Yeah, yeah. The lighting rig, the DJ booth. Uh, it's it's really well fitted out. It's it's like pro- proper into a proper nightclub. See a bit of a raver. And back in the day, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I have video evidence of that now from this weekend after spending it at Skegness. Oh, yeah. Ah. I can show you later. Oh. Okay. Is, is this like one of those old-fashioned proper 90s roads, ro- travelling around like fields in a, in a Ford Orion? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you get going, what secret rave. Yeah, yeah, secret warehouse raves. <laughs> Did you ever go to a rave, Mrs. N? Oh, you're such a good girl. I was a good girl. I am a good girl. That's what you know, and you'd, you'd arrive somewhere, and then somebody called Dave on the gate would send you another 30 miles. You send up having a McDonald's and going home. That's definitely your youth, from what you've told me. Absolutely. I, I, have, I have stories I could tell you. <laughs> Feel free to share, my lovely. Mm, well, <laughs> I, I, I had a relatively 
dull um, youth up until the age of, say, 21. Okay. Uh, and then what happened when you hit 21? Well, it was, what, 1996? Okay. So, you, you, centre of Manchester. I'm from Manchester originally. Okay. So, that was the centre of the universe. So, you had... Um, uh, the Hacienda, I think that had already shut down by then, but then the whole Manchester scene had kicked in. You know, you got the, you got the Stone Roses, you got the Happy Mondays, you got these barrel carpets, uh, you've got the Gay Village going along Canal yeah. Street, uh, all the best music, the best pubs, the best clubs, the best scene, the best everything in the world. Uh, it was like cool Britannia back then, wasn't it? Was. It? it was the centre of the universe for a few years. Um, illegal warehouse par- parties where yeah. they'd just pop something open and back a truck with a sound rig on the back of it. and <laughs> uh, Yeah, the, the, you'd get to know about it, not because people had a mobile phone and WhatsApp. They'd just be hand-printed flyers that just yeah. be handed out yeah. in the pubs, yeah. uh, and they'd, they'd come along all the various pubs in the in the gay village or uh, through the various pubs that were part of the, you know, the nightclub scene, and just hand them out to everybody. Yeah, and then everyone would just filter off into the night somewhere, and next thing you know, you wake up the next morning and you knew you had a good time, but you didn't remember much. <laughs> Way, way, way different to how I was back then. So I grew up in the, the middle of a little tiny village in the middle of the Cotswolds, so <laughs> none of that. Wow, wow. you that's, couldn't, you couldn't get anything fun. more different, but how beautiful. I'm yeah. kind of making up for it now. You see, a lot of people in the naughty hobbies, you know, we don't call it the lifestyle, we call it the naughty... A lot of people in the naughty hobby are like that, though. A lot of yeah. people... You, you find a lot of swingers that don't drink because they find other more interesting things to do oh absolutely you wouldn't want to have your performance impeded by that alcohol you know and you want mm. to remember it the next following morning yeah exactly yeah, some of the parties you can go to there's yeah. no way I'd want that clouded isn't it? <laughs> not at all <laughs> okay so I want to ask you guys separately then so Russ how did you get from being um, a 21 year old raving it up to getting into the naughty hobby it was um it was a bit of a weird one actually because we always wanted to try new places you know there's a rave on at this place there's a club opening uh doing this stuff and a lot of places didn't even have a license you just turn up you drink some booze you'd listen to the music and disappear and a friend said you know come try this place out in the center of town uh it's just a set of stairs that goes into a basement and you just enjoyed yourself paid a few quid to the doorman yeah in you go and the place didn't have a license you just turned up and enjoyed yourself and then during the night things just turned a bit weird okay <laughs> now the girl I'm with she, she, she's like I don't feel right something's wrong and it all just spontaneously erupts so it's not like it is nowadays where there's a lot of <sighs> consent and people asking no no it just literally seemed like it exploded like a Roman orgy. Wow! So this was, was this Manchester? Yeah. This is so cool. I've never heard of this before. No. This is like the stuff of myths. <laughs> and oh, look how excited you've got him now. I'm all animated. <laughs> but as quick as places this, uh, quick, no, places like this that open up, they get shut down again very quickly. Yeah. Okay. Well, I suppose once word of mouth got out of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's like if you said there was a warehouse party somewhere, yeah. um, you could never go back to that location again yeah. um, because it would be known to the authorities. And yeah. Would... But by then it was too late. We were kind of, what happened last night? <laughs> uh, 
I don't know. Uh, we, we got a bit of an interest in it, and we, we we had conversations, and it's like, well, let's 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 investigate it further. Wow. We weren't both horrified. We were both kind of interested in what had happened, so we decided to investigate it further. So just just the same way that people would advertise raves with flyers, yeah, they would advertise meets and scenes, other activities, and the naughty hobby using again flyers that they just get handed out wow this is so interesting this is all before the internet this is all before mobile phones and text messages you see we, we haven't done a lot of we, we've we've sp- spoken to the previous owner of liberty elite john and we, we kind of talked about how the scene evolved before the internet down like house parties and down and, south and, yeah, and, and the and midlands that, yeah but we've never actually managed to get somebody who was kind of in the scene probably further north yeah so that's really and probably cool. not. This is the other thing as well, because the majority of the people that you speak to, it's usually, oh yeah, we got invited to a house party, or we had a friend who was in that naughty hobby and they told us about it. This was almost like you had no idea what was going to happen until it happened. Yeah, just, it just, it's like a tripped and fell on top of it. Wow. <laughs> Did anything happen like this in the Cotswolds? <clears throat> no, I mean, <laughs> I wasn't involved in it when I was back there. Um, I got involved. It, well, when I was in Leicester uh, with my ex, just having fantasies about threesomes and things like yeah. that, and did a little bit of Googling and managed to find uh, fab swingers. Did you always go for, like, the male-male-female or the male-female-female? Um, our first meet was a single man, but he picked us up and took us to um, the Paradise Club that used to be at Loughborough. Uh, yeah. So we kind of, we did our first meet and our first club all, all in one same night. Wow. That's quite a brave. <clears throat> Which was really, um, I think it was good because it got that fright of going to a club out of the way so straight you, away. You both kind of got history of, of the lifestyle when you met. Yeah, we met through through the lifestyle. Okay. Um, through um, a kick chat group. <laughs> That's really cool. Um, I was already in the group when you joined, wasn't I? Yeah. I thought you were a bit of a... Dickhead. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my first impressions were that I probably wasn't going to get on very well with him. How did that work out? <laughs> uh, <laughs> might change my mind. Yeah, and then. Join the naughty hobby, it will change your life. <laughs> Definitely. So you, Definitely. you actually. Because we've had other people that have been on the podcast that have met through the hobby. Um, and not necessarily intentionally either. Yeah. So, was it the case with with you and Russ that it, you weren't looking for like a you know a romantic relationship? You were just looking for somebody to. Um, no, we were both with other people. Okay. Uh, I think it was fairly obvious when we met that my marriage was coming to an end. Yeah. But quite, I mean, acrimoniously, we just grew apart, wanted yeah. different things. Yeah. Um. And there, so we we met a couple of times just as swinging buddies um and then your relationship ended yeah um and then it just evolved from being a really nice friendship with benefits to you giving me a set of keys and me <laughs> not leaving <laughs> yeah. it's, i'm always intrigued in this because obviously we kind of our story's different we, yeah. we were both completely vanilla going into it so when you initially get together as a couple and you're like okay 
and, and this was something we talked about the other week as well, which I found really interesting. Um, we were talking about it in a club where if a couple who are both in the lifestyle or, or sort of aware of the lifestyle get together, have they seen each other play with other people before they get together? Because that's like an interesting one. Because apparently, we were talking to a certain person, they were saying, it's very different if you've not seen the other person playing. Mm. Whereas if you've seen the other person playing, I suppose then you've kind of already, I suppose it just, whether it kind of triggers the, the jealousy thing, whereas mm. you're not sure how you're going to feel if you've not seen yeah. the other person play. Especially when you've got those had. more romantic feelings mm. for each other as mm. well. Yeah. Well, well I, think, I saw videos and pictures for you. Yeah, we'd seen stuff, pictures and things on Fab. Yeah. But actually playing with other people. We, yeah. We'd obviously been playing with each other when we'd met up. Yeah. Um, we had played with others together. I think once before. you're already in the scene, <clears throat> if, you've, if you've been playing with other people and yeah. then... If you then get to meet somebody, if there is an element of jealousy at the beginning, it's like, well, that's that's just a death sentence, surely. Yeah. Um, if you can get past that whole thing and you accept them despite what's happened in the past, then it's not just that you're right for each other, you're right for being in this community. Mm. I mean, we've always mm. said, haven't we, that um, being in the naughty hobby is an enhancement of your relationship rather than... yeah you know, a replacement. Or the basis. Or the basis, yeah. So I, su- I suppose it's the same thing. Well, yeah. we, whether we you met meet in the scene. within the lifestyle or whether you meet, like, me and Mr Ended in a vanilla relationship. Yeah. Obviously, meeting in the scene, we knew what each other was already into. Yeah. Um, so there was no kind of awkward conversations around that. Yeah, you see, it's difficult. When, when you start off as, as vanillas, it's difficult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we already knew that we both liked meeting other people. We just had conversations like the biggest thing isn't it is open honest conversations yeah um being honest with each other about what we wanted so mm. coming up with our own little we, ne- we don't call them rules they're guidelines because you know they can evolve and change over time i like that well, guidelines give me an example so you, you you go on fab and you've got an age range and we'll say from maybe 30 to 65 okay yeah. but there might be a really cute 29 year old that comes along and you think do you know what I don't care, it's only a year. Yeah. 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 Of course. That's it really is. good. I really like that. Yeah. And it is fluid, isn't it? Things change yeah. as, as you go along. You don't stick to to your kinks. Your kinks yeah. change and... Well, I was just about to say, so the kinks that you both had before before you met each other, have they changed since you've then been together? Oh, yeah. I lost a lot of mine. Really? Uh, and I'm discovering them back again. Oh, okay. Which is, is good. Um some of the when you say you lost them, was that like? Did you feel like a negative, a negative thing? Um, no, it's actually just through bad experience. Um, like I said, the the girl I was first with when we found this place, um, she was vanilla to Vixen. Yeah, yeah, and uh, got into the scene a bit, but it was of the era, you know, where easy access to nightclubs and drugs and yeah. parties and you know you just go a little bit crazy yeah. so the rules that we'd set for who we could play with and what we could do be very quickly just go out the window yeah uh when you're not in control of your faculties so uh it became pretty obvious that we couldn't stay together so we ended up splitting up yeah um from that point you can't meet normal people again 
Yeah. You only ever then meet people in the naughty hobby. Yeah. So finding another person who's prepared to um, accept you for what you are and respect certain boundaries and follow certain guidelines, again, can be difficult. And the words will be there, but the actions don't necessarily follow. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, you you get with somebody for another couple of years and then the bad behaviour comes in and then you end up splitting up again. Um, and the, the, the kinks that we used to be into was all kinds of weird stuff, knife play, that sort of thing, blood play, uh, ropes, the lot. But um, I think uh, after after a few too many um, unorganised meets where I'd come home from work and there would just be people coming out of the flat. Right. Uh, it was like, no, sorry, this can't yeah. have this anymore. And yeah. Um, it's, yeah. Did, it, did you feel that it stopped because kind of becoming about you as a couple well it wasn't just that I mean I'm sure we could have resolved matters with words but when I said we were going to split up she basically attacked me with a sword holy shit so I um yeah I'd imagine ran (laughs) well yeah I managed to managed to survive as you can tell I'm still alive (laughs) still alive everybody don't panic but that must have had a massive impact on you of wondering Oh, yeah. Where you were going to go from there. Well, I stopped talking to people for a couple of years. Did you? Went to work, came home, didn't speak to anybody, didn't speak to my family, friends, anybody. Just just homework, homework, and that's just it. I shut myself off. <sighs> was that was that like a self-preservation thing? You just didn't want to have to sort of face it well, or I'm deal with it? I'm fairly certain I needed uh, counselling at some point, but, you know, just it was just... You don't do that. Yeah. yeah. Stupid, it was a different time, wasn't it? A stupid man brain. Yeah. You know, didn't need... Don't want help can't speak to anybody about it yeah who would understand yeah, yeah. so how, how did you get past that well i eventually met um uh, a, a nice vanilla girl who uh, gave me all the help that i needed and we eventually ended up getting married and having kids uh but eventually we just you know got to the point where we couldn't uh, resolve our differences yeah, yeah. uh so yeah. were you yeah. completely vanilla in that marriage yeah yeah yeah. And that must have been hard. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's not something it's, you can just kind of like, okay, I can forget about it there now. Was a self it's, it's there was a self-imposed vanilla yeah. period for a few years before that, though. That. So it's almost like, like you went like literally from one end of the spectrum to the other, and then, then you, you like, you feel yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. There, was, there was that level of trauma, though, so you, 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 you need a big shock to kind of move you out of it. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I'm not a 20-something-odd kid anymore I'm now uh, I'm now a grown up <laughs> I told you that <laughs> my mum told me <laughs> men, men are never grown up just big kids really yeah. yeah so are you now in like a, in a place that you I mean you can tell that you two are very close um, there's lots of touching there's lots of touching going <laughs> on which Anne, is so sweet yeah, Mrs N loves the romance I do She's I absolutely romantic. love it so it's so sweet that you can see how much you you know you two are really into each other so do you feel that you have <laughs> got to that place that that not that you wanted to get to but where you you feel like you're you yeah yeah I think I'm almost back to where I used to be yeah in terms of being able to do what I feel like I need to do uh, express how I want to um, be part of this lifestyle. Uh, yeah, we both know that there's nothing that we can say that the other person or, 
people be shocked about you know we can talk about things that we both like yeah things that we want to try or that you know no sorry that doesn't feel right and it's just a conversation isn't it yeah neither of us are gonna overreact and go what are you talking about you know yeah exactly um are you kind of both on the same wavelength at, at, at the kinks that you both have or yeah. or are there things that are you know one of you would say actually that's not my bag i'm not really into there's that. obviously the things that russ isn't into for obvious reasons with things that happened yeah um and mm. they weren't ever things that i was into anyway so okay. no knives so, yeah or needles yeah you know, or I, I do do a little yeah. bit of needle play but i do that away from him and he's okay. absolutely fine with that yeah yeah um so yeah we i respect the boundaries that he's got with those things um but it's the other things as well um we know that because we are with each other and we've got our guidelines mm. we're free to express if we like something yeah yeah you know mm. might see a cute guy or a cute girl walk across the dance floor and it'll be i want one <laughs> But we actually have really similar tastes as well. So, ninety nine percent of the time, he'll or I'll say that we'll say that to each other, and the other one will go. So you, you yeah. Don't yeah. Do you Someone do will walk past, yeah. and we won't say a word. We'll just look at each other, and, and yeah. you, you'll know his type, <laughs> and you'll know her type. It, and it's the, very yeah. much the same thing. So I yeah, think, I think you do get in tune with each other because we're you very do. much the same, don't we? I, I could I could see. Um, uh, we could we could be in the club, and Mrs. Anna would see see a girl and go. Aye, aye. Yeah, and then you'll say something. I went, yeah, clocked her. <laughs> <laughs> clocked her ages ago. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But that's 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 when it's nice because you, you kind of... It's that deeper part of the relationship that you have that you're both so in tune with each other. Yeah. And that, that is amazing. It's All an amazing um, feeling when you've got that level, I think. And I'd imagine as well, wouldn't you... So, there's a couple that once you've been in that lifestyle and you can be so open yeah. to that degree with your partner and go, yeah, I fancy her. Can you imagine then going, being with someone who's not, where the, the, the rage of jealousy would then fly? Mm. You've, you've, you've kind of changed, haven't you? You've, you've evolved. We, we, we use the word evolve sometimes. And so you evolve past that. So then to be with somebody who's completely vanilla, I'd imagine would be quite difficult. Yeah. It's so nice to just be open you can say anything. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to think, oh, no, I can't say that because it might upset them. You know, it just comes out, doesn't it? Some, to the point where actually when we're with other people that aren't in the hobby, <laughs> we have to go, <coughs> sorry, I don't know. know. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's that thing where you just you go to say something, then you go, no, can't do that in this yes. environment. Mr. No. No. <laughs> I remember particularly being at one, one vanilla occasion like a, I think it was a birthday party and I was just really struggling <laughs> I was just really struggling a whole night talking to, to vanilla people I was, I was like I want to talk about hot tubs and oh yes. god pineapples <laughs> yeah oh the, the conversation matter that's that's the easy bit uh, the, the thing I struggle with is clothes ah yeah <laughs> I thought that was just a woman thing. No, if you could take him off, if I'm sat in an area too long, oh, of course, yes, you would. We were, we we did have a little chat before we came on air, didn't yeah. we? That um, so obviously with certain Russ, clubs, Russ is like a male version of me. Just, just likes to be naked. Strip off. 
So certain clubs yeah. you've got, yeah, you could just go straight down to your towel. There we go. There we go. The t-shirt's coming off. off. The t-shirt's off. <laughs> just, oh. just keep your pants on for now. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's tits on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh. Oh. I mean, we were at Butlins at the weekend, and you know, he's on the dance floor, and oh my god, it was so hot in there over the weekend. You imagine how hot it was, and then fill this huge place full of people dancing. And he's just like, I'm just gonna take my shirt off. I'm like, and I'm like, no, you need to keep your shirt on, you're in public. He's like, I'm just gonna take my shirt off, that's all. I'll keep my pants on. <laughs> 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 was it like, so was it one of those like adult adult weekend type yeah. things yeah well, it, it was a 90s that. weekend I mean you're saying no keep your shirt on and it's like listen there's a guy over there dressed like a milk carton <laughs> <laughs> and there's a girl at the front dressed like uh, a mermaid and she's just took a bra off and thrown it at Peter oh, Andre y- yeah. oh, so wow. I don't think anybody's going to care that a middle aged guy is taking his t-shirt off yeah, as as the camera went across the crowd, accidentally on purpose, the top flew off and uh, everybody in the audience got a flash, didn't they? Oh, they pulled her up on stage later on. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, any opportunity to get clothes off and his clothes are off. Yeah, I just feel uncomfortable with them on, so, you know. What's the pity that I can't just live in a naked commune? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know, it's funny once, we had a conversation with some naturists, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, and it quite surprised me because I never realised that um, naturists, if you go to like a... a no, it, it is, what it do is, you call it? It is commonly known that a naturist hate swingers. Yeah. Because they don't actually have sex. No. It, oh, apparently it does go on but it's not supposed to go on and I but my my thing was because uh, Mr N said to me oh you know that would be your dream being able to just be naked all the time and everything I said, yeah, but do you know I think I'd get actually quite frustrated so we, we discovered yeah. through conversation that, that we were within the shire of where we are there's, there's a naturist place not too far away so we were like okay we can, we can look into this and we found out it was about £400 a year to join there's no preview to this. It's about 400 quid. You just, 400 quid, and if you don't like it, tough shit. 400 quid a year to join, and uh, obviously there's no naughties, no nothing. No. How much time do you get to spend there? I don't know. I don't know. We didn't actually ask the question, it. did we? But it was interesting that the, the couple that, that obviously go to this naturist club, or whatever you call it, um, were actually in a, a swingers club when we were mm. talking to them. And I sat working out, I was like, Four hundred pounds. That's that's almost like ten trips to Liberty Elite. I'm not allowed to play. Yeah, I think a lot of people do just go to the clubs to walk around naked. Yeah. Or walk around, you know, just in nice underwear. Oh, fair yeah. play. Yeah. You know, fair you do, everybody yeah. goes and plays, do they? That's no, that's the right. They do. They all go for different reasons. They really hate each other. <laughs> Apparently so. So if a yeah. bunch of naturists and a bunch of swingers <laughs> met each other in an alleyway, it'd be like West Side Story. <laughs> yeah. That would make a hell just, of a film, wouldn't it? <laughs> okay, I need to remake it. That could be a quite a musical. <laughs> Watch this space. <laughs> That's brilliant. Oh man! No, no, I've got, I've got this whole, um, <laughs> I've got this whole Romeo and Juliet thing going on. There. If you've got any listeners who are just have, have done the naturism thing, could be wrong. I was told that like the old-fashioned naturists who who ran the nature absolutely hate swingers. 
I just, yeah, it surprised <laughs> me. I, did, I wasn't expecting that. I'm writing just, the script now in my I head. Know, I, know, know, I can no, see the cogs are turning. The cogs are turning. They you know, are. you got the... You got the <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be listening to this all night now. I'll, I'll you got DiCaprio's family that yeah. are like uh, the swingers. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Claire Danes' family that are the, the, the naturists. And this could be she's me. a naturist and she wants to swing and he's a swinger and he wants to be a naturist. <laughs> Like, see that's just it's got to be done the family's got to accept it yeah it's got to be done that. It, that that's got like you know blockbuster yeah. written yeah. all over yeah. it yeah. Oh, yeah. either that or like some weird acid trick <laughs> <laughs> I've seen weirder films made <laughs> <laughs> this one would actually work we need to see if we can sell the rights. Oh no, yeah. You heard it here first. You did. Steven you did. Spielberg. We need Steven Spielberg to direct it. He never did any sex scenes though, did he? Oh, there's going to be no sex in it. No sex at all? No, no, yeah. no. It'll all be implied. <gasps> yeah, yeah, oh, are we, are we talking like, I, I love like those period dramas where it's all like, it's all to do with the looks and yeah. the tension that builds and it's like... And you see the Titanic, the big sex scene in <laughs> Titanic was just a hand against a, 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 a steam car window, window yeah, wasn't that, it? That was yeah. it? Very clever, very yeah. subtle. Yeah. Yeah. She did get her boobs out though. Oh yeah, I forgot that. Yeah, yeah. she did. Yeah. Did, did she? Did she yeah. have her boobs or did you no, see no. just for an artistic drawing? She did get the boobs out. Ah, uh, at least mm. I can't remember. Yes, yeah, all all implied, like uh, the reason why your little finger sticks out when you're holding a drink. <laughs> <laughs> You're ready for a history lesson. History lesson, guys. <laughs> okay, here we go. So, the posh people, when they're having a drink and the little pinky finger sticks out, yeah. um, well, back in the day, uh, if you had syphilis, it would make your hands uh, crunch up in a claw and you couldn't straighten your fingers. So, if you could stick your finger out straight, it proved that you didn't have syphilis. Oh my god! <laughs> and the high societies would have their cocktail parties and. It would be basically advertising, saying, I'm available. And I'm syphilis free. I'm syphilis free. <laughs> oh, wow, you see? You I, learn everything on this show. I think we should reintroduce our Liberty Elite. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, look at my little pinky. <laughs> that needs to be brought back. Just make sure they're looking at your hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does it apply to any other body parts? <laughs> That really kind of we went off on one then, didn't we? Oh, but fantastic. I love that. I absolutely love that. <laughs> Any more facts? Tangents. We love right it. Over there. We love it. So how long have you two actually been together? Yeah. Oh. Just over six months. Yeah. No, no way. way. I thought you were gonna say like you know, twenty years or something. Says Everybody years. says that. Yeah. You no. just seem to like, like, <laughs> literally be like, you know. Oh, look. <laughs> Bless you. <sighs> yeah, everybody says that, don't they? Yeah. Like, how long have you been married? Um, well, well, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think, this is a question I want to ask, having um, been in the lifestyle and then meeting as a couple, you know, obviously, when you start a new relationship and, you know, it kind of goes through certain stages and, um, you know, you kind of take time to get to certain parts and stuff. Do you think it's escalated because you're part of the naughty hobby? A lot of of steps Um, we've definitely skipped. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we, we were friends for, like, 
a good six six nine months before we became a couple so we got to know each other quite well during that period just Mm. as you know meeting during the hobby I think Um, it came to a head at your birthday didn't it yeah who made the first move um, who was the one that said, actually, it's it's more than just... Oh, the brave one. Yeah. Taking it from the, the, the friends. <laughs> yeah. Well, you went out one day and came home with a set of keys. Oh, that was afterwards, though. That was after your birthday. Yeah. That's uh, a brave, that's a brave move, that is. Well, I invited him to my birthday party, which um, was the end of March. That was Bistro Live. And then because he was living in Derby at, the, at that point he got a hotel so that was our first night together oh, like proper driving home after having a drink no <laughs> absolutely <laughs> so i think as well when you get together when you're older i think i think it happens quicker because you just you know don't you you just know yeah yeah I, and i think also you don't kind of bother with all the silliness that comes with being in being young and, and in a relationship you mm. kind of get past all of that and it's like we the, don't play games this is what we want you know what i mean it's that kind yeah. of Ex- external factors meant i think things moved on quicker than they might have done like moving in together and no i think it was actually like your birthday so. though so your birthday party was a few days before your actual birthday on the saturday yeah Lab, which was nice um but your actual actual birthday was midweek. Yes, the week after. Mm. Um, but you were on your own. I would have been. So I booked a day off work and um, decided to take her out. Oh. Just an ordinary vanilla. You wouldn't tell day me out. anything no, about no, where we were going. I drove her into the countryside in the car. She was fretting, thinking there was going to be tarpaulin and a couple of <laughs> Before I was like, what am I? What am I supposed to wear? Where you know, are we going somewhere posh? Do I need trainers? Do I need yeah, you sandals? See, ladies need yeah. this information. You can't just drop am it. Am I going to be outside? Or am I going to get cold see, or wet? Guys, try to be romantic. And <laughs> you're just being practical. Ladies, just being practical. Wellies or so I ended up taking you to a National Trust for the day and we had scones. Oh, no. Cheese okay. scones. Cheese, cheese scones. Cheese scones. Yes, ah, cheese okay, scones. so we, we don't have to do the whole debate of cream or jam first. Nah, this is a tricky well, one, this one. It was onion chutney, wasn't it? Yeah, I can't remember which way round it is, but Devon and Cornwall oh, have them differently. That's it. We can, so, I can, we, tell, we can you tell you this. this major argument <laughs> in our household. I have actually literally on the, been on the verge of being thrown out of an establishment. <laughs> in Devon for saying that I could, first of all I called it a scone and she had an absolute fit at me and said it's a scone and then I uh, said that I, I preferred the, the cream you and have jam cream, you have cream for no yes you have cream first cream and then first, jam cream first then jam mm. and she literally was going to throw me out I'm with you on that one that's the way I would do it no she was literally going to throw see, me out see that's the weird thing people from Devon do one yeah people from Cornwall do the other yeah and even though they disagree they will agree to disagree. Yes. yes. Okay. Now, if I went into an establishment surrounded by both parties yeah. and said, you know what, I'm going to make everybody happy. I'm going to make one cream, then jam, and the other one jam, then cream. They would all just hate me. Just <laughs> <laughs> like, sitting on the fence. You can't, yeah. you can't have one of the... No. It's, 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 like, it's like people who go to a competitive Rangers Celtic match and wear a half and half shirt. <laughs> they would just be ejected from the ground. That? There yeah. can't be people that do that, surely. Absolutely. You shouldn't do it. <gasps> no. No. And you get beaten up, wouldn't you? Yeah, by the security staff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> just you to turn it back to football. He's, look, he's looking to get out of Scotland alive. <laughs> See, going back to, to the houses of the National Trust, I think some of those would make fantastic swinger venues. Oh. <sighs> <laughs> the amount of times if we go somewhere and <laughs> the first thing Mr. N will say. Yeah, we've we've done a couple of them and, and we've gone and we've gone. Oh, the first thing is like, this will make a brilliant swingers club. <laughs> well, a few years back, there was a place that I went for um, a birthday weekend. Uh, and it was one of these big fancy houses that belonged to you know, Lord of the Manor. Yeah. And it had initially been approached by the National Trust because they were thinking about taking it on. Uh, but because of the land that it was on, they don't just want the house, they want the land as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The land belonged to the coal board, and the coal board refused to sell it. I can't remember the name of the place, but it, it, it was perfect, but it was a wreck. The, the the roof had fallen in, and it was derelict. So they were just going to snap it up and turn it up over time. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, some because they couldn't buy it, because the coal board said no, some private developer came in and turned it into a hotel, spa, facility. Mm. Uh, and it was really nice. That would have been ideal. Ooh, See, that would have been ideal. But you yeah. could have picked it up for next to nothing because it was essentially <sighs> derelict. Yeah. Mr. M was looking at... What were you looking at last night? Um, I feel a bit embarrassed now, admitting it. I found... <laughs> I, I found... I, I like looking at unusual vehicles for sale. Okay. So if I can find unusual vehicles for sale, that's that's my bag. I, I love it. I just look at it. And I found... This has got to be the, the most bizarre fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it was a... Uh, been used by the fire service. It was an exhibition lorry. Yeah. And the, in, they got, like, two rooms. One it was literally a burnt-out room. <laughs> so they literally... And I'm like... And it, this thing was still about... I think they were asking about eight or nine grand for it. But inside, the fire brigade had literally torched it. They're all like concrete lined, aren't they? Yeah. They used to have family member in the fire service. Ah. So they used to have like ah. concrete buildings that they'd set fire to for yeah. training. Mm. Obviously, this was like a mobile thing. And I was like, this would be amazing. This would just be amazing. Turn it into like a mobile club. Yes, you did. <laughs> That's what he was thinking last night. You've given me an amazing idea. <laughs> oh, we've set him off again. There you go. Okay, so... Your love of crazy vehicles? Yes. And wanting to build a nice club somewhere? Yeah. Okay, let's see if you can find a, a derelict aeroplane. <gasps> just get the body of the aeroplane. Maybe the wings, the engines can be gone, but you could just make did something we, fake. Didn't we find something? Railway carriage. Get it parked up somewhere. Yeah. And you'll have a staircase leading into it, and the interior of the plane is done out like a club of playrooms. I'm sure. And stuff. You could call it the Mile High Club. Yes. yes. <laughs> right there. Yeah. Me and Ross, me and Ross are on the... I have seen something, and I don't know whether it was on Facebook Marketplace or whether it was on eBay, where there was a, a an old... Was it a 747? It was 757 TikTok. 757, it was that was there. TikTok. And yeah. done it, changed it into. But yeah, but it was just boring. That was they. They'd just done it as a hotel, hadn't they? But you could you could, mm. you could have like ultra. You could because I actually looked at railway carriages. They're forty, fifty grand. Yeah, they're expensive for a railway carriage. What? Yeah, yeah, old railway carriages for forty, fifty grand is like no, 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 no. But you see, you could have a couple of those. Mm. Mm. Is that cheaper than a building, though? I mean, no, no, it work out cheaper overall. No, no it, it was rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> Was rubbish because by the time I worked out to buy the land, I was like millions in debt. And, <laughs> and I, worked out, I, could, I could fit at best about 20 people. In. It was shit. <laughs> right, if I'd been on Dragon's Den, I'd have gone, I'm out. <laughs> okay, you don't need to buy it though. 
Okay. Okay, what, what about these um, um, railway organisations where they'll have things like the Santa train, where they'll uh, pack a bunch of kids on it and they'll go up and down the track for about five miles and back again. You That's know? a good idea. And in the meantime, they'll hand presents out to the kids and when you get back, they'll get the next lot on. Could we charter a train? Ooh. Charter a train, black the windows out, fill the inside with a disco ball and yes. uh, some uh, wipe-down covers. <laughs> Yes. Sex on the moon. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I quite like that. The swinger train. This is good. We the vibrations to... would add to it all, of course. If, wouldn't it? If anybody yeah. out there is on, on the railways, get in touch. <laughs> so serious. If anybody runs away with the idea, remember you heard it here. Exactly. Yeah. Blimey, we should be writing these down. There was a couple that bought an old trawler up in Scotland bought an actual uh, fishing trawler when I, saw, I was like oh, I'm so, I was like sat there like full of jealousy and then, uh, <laughs> and then I saw a photo of it and it just like, looked like really seriously like a rusted piece of shit <laughs> fish. and th- th- that was about a couple of years ago and I've still not heard anything like any, no. so that's that's probably an yeah. idea it's probably got to take something yeah probably it's probably just still a trawler <laughs> Oh, it'd so, be nice to have something else a bit more local, wouldn't it? Well, if you could do something like that, you convert it. That'd be the love boat. Ah, yeah, hey. I like it. I like mm. it. You see, you can't get you can't get narrow boats. You can't get many people in. I've looked at that as well. You did look at that, didn't you? He's <laughs> <laughs> tried it all. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> the imagination. This is this is my days are just full of. <laughs> could, could I turn that into a swingers? <laughs> okay, what we need is investors. <laughs> yeah. Dragon's Den. Uh, yeah. Dragon's yeah. Den. Yeah. If you're listening. Duncan. Duncan. Duncan Montai. Get, get in touch. <laughs> We've got no chance with that Sarah. Is it Needham? Sarah Needham? No, that's right? Deborah Needham. Deborah Needham. No, no, no. no, no, no. Don't, 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 don't. That's just a public image. Behind closed doors, she's a vixen. Deborah Needham's a filthy bitch. <laughs> So are you guys quite open about being in the naughty hobby in your personal lives? Um, not because not well really. not really, no. The jobs that we have not really suited to do that. Okay. Not unless anybody spots our tattoos. Oh, okay. You got, have you got tattoos? Explain. Well, she's covered in them. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> yes, I, I can see that. Yeah, but, uh, I made it sound like there was one in particular. There's some like beautiful we were, we were oil. Oil. The legs are weeks ago. Oh, cool! This is really cool. Upside down pineapple. Have you got matching? Yeah. Oh, that is so. We went to Skegness twice this year. We went earlier to uh, while we were in uh, Fantasy Island, the the fun fair in Ingemels. Yeah, Uh, they've they've got the cheap Skeggy tattoos. So yeah, uh, we go in there, and I can't find a pineapple for the life of me. Though the the walls are covered in stencils. You'd already decided that. That's where we were getting. So so I I, I said to the guy, you know, have you have you got a pineapple anywhere? And he's he's looking his thousands, and he just goes straight to it. That one there. So he obviously knows where everything is. Yeah. Uh, and they get the piece of paper that it's like um, it's like tracing paper, and they put the, the image on it, and then they stick it on your leg, and then whatever. So before he sticks it on my leg, I said, "Hang on a minute, can you turn it upside down?" And he stops and looks at me, cocks his head back, and goes, "Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> upside down, yeah." <laughs> he knows. If you I knew did say to instantly. you the other day, didn't I, when you were going into the office because you were wearing shorts? Has anybody ever noticed your tattoo? And you went, "No." 
Not yet. Whereas with me, obviously, I have a few more. It's a yeah. bit more. Can't see the wood for the trees with yours. But yeah, it kind of hides there a little bit. <laughs> Whereas yours is like on a nice plain leg. Oh, I'm a lovely blank canvas. Blank canvas. <laughs> <laughs> Filling up now, though. Well, I tend to get filled more with whip marks than um, <laughs> tattoos, that's the thing. Because you go to, to fetish events as well, don't you? Yeah. So, so is, is it like a sub-dom, or do you... For the day. For the day. Yeah. For, for one day a month I'm indulged, that I can be in control. So that's a bit like... <laughs> it's a bit like Mrs N. Not that you're not in control the other times. So you, you, you are kept in a life of extreme <laughs> splendour. <laughs> <laughs> he, he cooks and cleans is a real catch absolutely <laughs> he's looking well he's oh, got a minute he's got trips out to the National Trust places I'm, I'm, Mr I've got, N to, I've got to raise my game he's flipping well off oh hush you're making me embarrassed <laughs> <laughs> he says here half naked <laughs> so on the on, on the fetish side then what what's your thing um, I do a mix of impact and sensation play. Okay. He loves being blindfolded and tied up. He also likes it when I get other people involved, although that doesn't happen at the fetish events because fetish people don't like swingers either. Yes. Um, doesn't mix very well, so... Yay, so yay... See, we've we've had different experiences with this, haven't we? Mm. Because we've like had, we've had people in that go, yeah, it totally mixes, but it seems to be like old school, where again it's like, no, no, doesn't yeah. mix. Doesn't you kind mix. of one or the other. Yeah. Whereas we're finding now, the more and more people we meet and we speak to, there's a yeah, definite, definite crossover there. Definitely. I mean, even if you're, if if you classify yourself as just a swinger. But you like to be tied up. Mm. That's a fetish. Yeah, that's you know, true. You're already blending those little yeah separations. Mm. You know. Yeah. So yeah, we we go along. We do that on that day only. I'm I'm the dom. Yep. <laughs> Although I'm very uh, tightly led by what you like, aren't I? Uh, like if she hits me with something that's uh, too hard or too sharp. Yeah, you'll go. What the bloody hell was that? <laughs> Because there's, there's two different kinds of, like, uh, whacking, isn't there? Obviously, you've got the, what they call thuddy. Yeah. Which is, like, your wide sort of floggers and... Paddles and things. And then you've got what they call stingy, which is kind of your narrow floggers that hurt, like... Or whips or things. Buggery. Yeah. Well, you've got your blunt force trauma, which is, you know, large, flat objects. Yeah. Uh, you've got your very soft objects like your multi-headed um say suede or leather mm. whip heads that maybe got maybe an inch wide or so yeah i don't think that we've ever done the, the solid object ones mm. yeah but, never... um, but then there was this um cane that she had once which was uh, like a nylon rod uh and, like a horse whip and, oh just like solid nylon it was just a plastic cane Really, cane. just a cheap yeah, yeah. one from like Love Honey or something. Yeah. Now the end wasn't very rounded; it just came to a very abrupt end, like a like a cylinder. Yeah. Okay. And I think the the the, the hit that happened uh, didn't go across the full face of the 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 skin. It ended. It was like on the back on the of skin. his thigh, just Ow, under his thumb. Sharp. So the sharp end. Yeah. Uh, basically opened me up <gasps> uh, and left this enormous uh, bloody wound for a long time. Ow! <laughs> yeah. 
It wasn't so much the pain, because the pain was quite nice, because... I took uh, great pleasure uh, in poking it, didn't I, for weeks? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it, it's once you have the impact, it raises the nerve endings in the area, and then your aftercare makes you feel really good afterwards. But uh, it's every time you look at it, you then you get that weird, that's blood again. Yeah. And yeah. that then sets me off because of what happened. Yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. We've we've got very good friends. If you listen to any podcast called Vanilla Chocolate, and um, Vanilla, the lady came in, and she was just so open and, and described some of her past traumas. Yeah, she was incredible, mm. wasn't she? And she she sort of said, being in the lifestyle, and uh, she was kind of going on a journey into kink, wasn't she? Mm. And she suddenly just described that she was into fetish and, and just getting into it and shivari with ropes playing and stuff. Yeah. But she said before that it brought back, mm. she had to deal with some yeah, of her I heard trauma. That episode. Yeah, episode. She was just beautiful. Really, it's really good to hear people talking about experiences like that. And then also you realise that you can work your way over them as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think once you find that right person that you can trust. Yeah you know working slowly over those issues you can pretty much yeah overcome anything yeah, it's, so, it's so lovely because it seems to be like you've you've almost repeated the same thing where you've had to face your demons and 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 you've like found mm. something that, that you trust and it's just so different it's, it's, it's lovely to hear yeah i mean when we first kind of got together and i was told about what had happened um you know, he doesn't like it if we see anything that's got, you know, knives and things like that. So I'd see people playing with knives in the clubs, you know, at the kink events. And I'd be like, let's just go over here, shall we? And he's like, you're freaking out more than me. Just relax. <laughs> just relax. But that's a lovely thing. I'll see that's, it that's and just, I'll move out the way. That's because you care. Yeah. Um, yeah. And obviously, you know. But intrudes in other areas. We uh, went to a burlesque show a while back. Uh, all pretty normal stuff, you know, um, but one of the one of the people there was a chap doing sword swallowing. Right. So I didn't exactly run out of the arena screaming, but uh, I just kind of averted my eyes and like, hmm, yeah. I'm not going to look at this. Yeah, absolutely. It's just a sudden trigger. Yeah. 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 I, I'm, I but it gets t- better over time. You, know, you, just, you just have to try and, you know, work with it. Yeah. Mm. And you're helping me a lot. Aren't you? Aww. Did you did you find it hard though? To um, because were you was the part of you that was like was worried? Yeah, when you were doing I, the dumb side that what you know what if well, I mean I obviously don't anyway. use it. I don't no, use that. But, so <clears throat> I have no worries about adapting anything that I do myself. Um, but yeah, if I see things, I'm I, I guess it's because we do care about each other. Protect. Yeah, I want yeah. to protect him from that. Mm. You know so. So with, I totally get it because obviously with Mrs N which is common about her oversensitive nerve endings and you, you it sometimes triggered you where you've just gone into a playroom and yeah. you'll see people absolutely hammering each other mm. and it will set Mrs N off yeah just because it's a trauma of, of, the, mm. the, of the actual pain I can almost pain. Be in, feel pain just yeah. by mm. watching it yeah um, but we were saying I think sometimes the noise is, is almost worse than the actual seeing it because it sounds horrendous yeah. sometimes when it's not actually you not know. so much the squelching as the cheek clapping yes it's it's that it's whole more, almost thumping yeah <laughs> yeah it's and nice. I, I can stand there and go Ooh, you, you know hear, like if you you can hear bones hitting you, yeah. each other you not, boys, not, not you butt know, cheeks yeah. yeah you boys watch somebody get 
kicked in the nuts or something and it makes you cringe and go yeah. oh, oh I almost it's, it's feel it it's the worst it. pain ever yeah and, and that's what I was experiencing by going into the playing room well sometimes. we do something that quite a lot of people give that reaction to don't we we um, discovered that Russ really really enjoys being sounded so sounded. okay now you need to explain this, this to us just um, they're um, thin metal rods of they like get thicker and twisted and surgical um, grade stainless things. steel so <clears throat> they're, 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 and they're just yeah. inserted like into the tip of ah. down your down your urethra oh okay um lots of lube gentle movements um and people see us doing that and well, literally two, two you, get, you get the same reaction to some from some people as if you have just kicked them in the balls. They're like, really? no, yeah. no, can't yeah. do that. Some, sometimes you'll hear a voice drift over from the distance going like, he's got a metal rod in his car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what's she doing? What's going on over there? Oh, God, no. And they'll run away. So then, how, how did you discover you liked that? Well, you suggest it. Well, I had the kit, thanks to our... Dear mutual friend Tina Fontes. Ah, okay. Uh, big shout out to Tina. Um, <laughs> we love Tina. I can, um, I can never thank you enough, but <laughs> I will continue to try. <laughs> um, so, a few years ago, Tina taught me how to do it on somebody else that she'd got tied up in her bedroom. Um, one day she's, just, she's, like, she's like a walking encyclopedia of kink she is she phenomenal yeah. no, she's, she's google she's she google, google of kink could yeah. have been a fly on the wall during that event it's like a, come upstairs a minute darling and you go upstairs and there's a man tied up on the bed it's like what how what <laughs> well, can't even explain it I mean the story it. kind of went I got a message off of Tina one day saying I've got a sub coming round later um, do you want to do you want to come round and and help me, but he won't know that you're coming. <laughs> so this poor guy just got two for the price of one, I guess. Oh. And um, he, he'd though. crept down the stairs after I'd walked in through the front door, and he was oh. like, is it safe? Is it safe? Like, who's just come in? And Tina's like, it's all right. This is your present. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I was taught how to use the sounding rods. Wow. Um and you tried it previously, hadn't you? But hadn't really enjoyed it. Now this is the thing. Um, counterproductively, some people might think I'm going to go for the smallest one because it'll be the least invasive and won't. Uh, That's what you would think. Stretch me as much. Yeah. Okay. But the smallest ones, because they are very narrow, could be very perceived to be sharp. Okay. Okay. Yeah, a bit yeah. spiky. Yeah, okay. I mean, uh, I have messaged somebody recently who, uh, they're listening to the podcast, um, shouting out to you, where they <laughs> said they'd experimented with these things and they'd actually caused a little bit of blood flow. Yeah. Now, it's possible they went for the smallest one yeah. and managed to puncture something. So what are they yeah. like at the ends? Are they... Is it... Oh, very rounded. They're very smooth and rounded. Yeah. But like I say, if they're only, say, a millimetre across... It's still... It's still, still yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get that. It's yeah. still yeah. very thin. And, yeah. and, it, and there's only so far you can go before you'll eventually hit something that's not going to give. If you just catch, like, if you're doing it too hard or too fast with the, with the ones that are really narrow, then it's really easy to scratch, you know, the inside. Yeah. So... How, how how far the, how, how far like, do they go? All the way to the bottom, really. Um, if you put your thumb too far, sometimes. 
Oh my god! One occasion he literally frightened the shit out of but me. The thing is, when when this happens, <laughs> you, you, you can't be tensing up because even though you enjoy what's happening, you you, you know what happens when you're almost there. Yeah, and you get those muscle contractions yeah. that start from one and they kind of force away upwards. Yeah. Okay, so if there's anything in there, it's just going to push it in that direction. But if you're relaxed, the more relaxed you are, the easier it'll go in. And she just got me in this perfect zen state, and I'm just laying there going, oh, this is amazing. I'm just and very gently out because I going in and thing. out with it. And he literally went... He just went... It just zoop, went sucked it inside, and it just went all the way. as quick as it went in, it shot back out again. Oh, I was like, shit, oh, my God. That was a cl- <laughs> Oh, wow. So they don't have anything on the ends? Some of them do, but do the now. actual... Like, the whole, <laughs> yeah, the whole kit that I have, they don't. They are just... Um, they're double-ended, slightly thicker at one end than they are at the other. Um, so you can, you know, like, turn them around. And, um, we, Two different thicknesses for the price We of have one. invested yeah. in some different ones that are um, like little spiral effects, and they have little know. little like, rings on the end. Almost like a knobbly one, so it like, looks like a, almost like a pearl necklace that's straightened out. Yeah. Okay. Um, and okay. That, that goes in. What kind of sensation does it give you? It's. I don't know whether you can describe it, but I'm just. I'm fascinated. I have, I have tried. So try and imagine that you are on the verge of being about to come. Yeah. Uh, and you can feel the the area swelling up as if you're about to. Uh, yeah. About to come, but obviously you, the, it's it's that area that's right at the base near the perineum, and you can feel that whole thing building and building and building. Uh, now that would normally just be a few seconds before. Bam! Off you go. Yeah. I try and imagine you extend that sensation for say ten, fifteen, twenty minutes. No. Sometimes longer with you because you are very she, stubborn. <laughs> it's not stubborn. I know what I enjoy. Does it, does it leave you like exhausted after it? Is no, it? no, no. Just no, chilled. No, just absolutely chilled. It's uh, zen, absolute serenity. Um, there was very recently we went to Ecstasia. Uh, which night was it? Was it the? I think it might have been the, the entire reggae? night. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think it was Ricky Risky Reggae. Um, we decided to go into the little uh, open play area, which is um, down the side. Down by the dungeon. Yeah, lovely, lovely. Um, three people were playing next to us, and we were sat in the middle of the bed area, and uh, a crowd had formed around the various windows and entrances. And you had me going for over an hour, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, my God. Sometimes I can be very much, for goodness sake, can you just... (laughs) Can you just come now? (laughs) Always the dog. (laughs) That's just it. It's not vigorous, you know, like... It's not not like she's trying to... On that occasion, though, I actually... It's not like she's trying to clean a drain or anything. Yes. You know, it's Chim- all, chimney sweep. Yeah, it's very, it's very, very slow, and it's very, very controlled. And if you give it a twist as so, well, that's nice, isn't it? As someone who's completely novice to, to sounding, how long does it actually? How long would it take to to, to kind of go all the way in there? to get the tube all the way mm. in? Um, About five seconds. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> really, plenty of yeah, plenty of just really gently, and you can like you get the tube in within seconds. I, was, I wasn't but sure then, if you were going to say like ten, fifteen, you know, well, ten yeah, minutes. No, 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 no,
build from different thicknesses. Okay. So some people have yeah. the, there's like huge ones. The that original rods I wouldn't that she's go anywhere got, near. I've got a very gentle S bend to them. So if you twist those, you get this kind of camber action okay. on the inside. And, uh, that- and because the end is stimulating that part at the bottom as well. You're always on the edge, on the edge, on the edge. So mm. I was thinking, I just this image in my mind because years ago, obviously, when people used to siphon petrol tanks and cars. <laughs> <laughs> so, you gotta follow me on this one. So what manufacturers did? They put an S shape, different shapes, so you couldn't get get hose to siphon petrol um, tanks. No, yeah. it's not quite the same as a car part. <laughs> Although you did siphon petrol out of it, not That occasion when we were doing it for nearly an hour, I did actually manage to make you come with the rod still in, didn't I? Which oh, wow. that's the first time I've done. We've done that together. Wow. Normally it's like play with the rods, play with the rods, and take then the rods out finish, and then take, finish me off. Yeah. But uh, in this particular <clears> instance, it was while the rod was inside, she managed to finish me off. What reaction I... did you give me for that? Is that a rare? What was your reaction to that? <laughs> I think there was a bit of a stop, 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 tap it out, tap it out, stop. <laughs> yeah, um, is it a rarity to, to, for that to happen generally? We don't so have actually, an official safe word, not yet. Yeah, but I think we might have to have one after this. But it was, I patted the surface of the bed that we were on. It's like, okay, okay, time out, tap it out now. Pineapple, red, COVID, <laughs> stop. <laughs> We, we try to come up with safe words, don't we? And then we just get what words. we say. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like apple pie. No, um, meringue. The thing is, what, what's the purpose of the code word? The purpose of the code word is so that other people around you... Yeah. It's like, dude, if you start screaming apple pie in the middle of a playroom... <laughs> They're just going to be nudging each other going, that's their safe yeah. word. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have known in some places you might actually suddenly find an apple pie <laughs> or <a> rectum <laughs> or something. Yeah, we did have the whole, um, the ten most popular things to insert conversation at one of the uh, kink munch meets. I wasn't involved in that one, okay. but uh, <laughs> apparently... Uh, I'm intrigued. Yes. Freddy Starr's oh. hamster didn't make the list. No, <laughs> these were the raw vegetables. They were things like pineapples. But then that obviously extended to a... Is that bottom first or leaves first? Ouch. Um, a marrow. Marrows, kumquats, cucumbers, which obviously... Is pumpkins. Like, but again, but it's like... <clears throat> obviously yeah, the, pumpkins... Like, you could have the same. You could have the same problem with anal as you were talking about. Obviously, with the rod, where it's sucking it in. So you, you've got to be careful with the anal because. <laughs> at least when you're doing the sounding, it's got like a bend at the bottom to go round. So I don't think it's ever going to go. It wait with some metal rod. It's not going to go down and round. Yeah. But with the anal, then, you, know, you know that's a bit more risky, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> Put it this way: nobody's putting their pumpkin up my. <laughs> October soon, Mrs. Anne. No way. <laughs> he bought me a present yesterday. It arrived okay. in the post. There's a, our latest little video that we put on Fab. What have you bought me? Um, it was a, an 18-inch long jelly double-ended dildo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it is girthy. So oh. he was trying to just, like, poke me in the shoulder with it, with it yesterday, so I grabbed it off him and smacked him around the arse with it. <laughs> and he was like, ow, that really hurt. I'm like... That's nothing compared to what it is going to do. 
<laughs> so the video is just like me waggling it. So uh, you like my dick. <laughs> Incidentally, for those listening at home, if you mind through our video collection, it's not the first time she spanked me across the arse with a giant dildo. <laughs> But the jelly one hurt. <laughs> it did. It was a really good thump, wasn't it? That oh, might yeah. maybe wait, like make its way into my kit bag for exactly. events. I don't think you've ever done solid, solid objects, have we? You've, you've no. used flockers on me. Yeah. We've not used the... We've, we've got a couple in, in the toy box, I think. Well, and don't forget, obviously, a few weeks ago when we went to Purple Mamba, I had the pleasure of being taught by Tina Tina Montes mm. so I mean that was an opportunity too, too good to miss you know there we were in yeah. it, it with a St Andrew's cross I waited until I got him tied up on the cross before I, I mentioned to somebody else that was in the room um, can you go it and find vanilla, Tina it was vanilla chocolate. <laughs> it was vanilla chocolate I sent chocolate off to go and find Tina for me and she was there in a flash yeah I was a bit concerned because he fucking ran with glee he did <laughs> And oh. sat there with a big grin on his face, enjoying yeah. the show. I, yeah, I, I think he was into a bit of sadism. You were, you were a little nervous then, weren't you? I'm a bit nervous. I was shitting myself. Yeah. <laughs> Tina Montes, you know, I'm on the cross. Tina was definitely my mentor in the early days. She's awesome. Definitely. She's phenomenal, though, because, like I said, I think we talked about it on the podcast. I think you automatically assume when you, you talk about fetish and, um, you know, BDSM and everything that there's a lot of. Um, pain and you know it's mm. quite aggressive and stuff and it isn't no. it's all very controlled and it's it's all about the yeah. sensations she, and, she and where the, you need to the queen of sensation yeah yeah is, she knows exactly yeah one of the best bits isn't it for yeah. you is yeah. after i have hit you with something <laughs> is, <laughs> when, I've, when i've given you a bit of impact is rubbing my hands over that area yeah um, definitely raises the nerve endings to a point where they're super sensitive so yeah, if you yeah. then introduce an element of um, uh, sensual touching to that area yeah it feels so much better on one occasion at the end you'd ask me what i was using if i'd got a piece of silk or something to rub over your back hadn't you and it was like no, it was just my hands yeah it felt like it felt like she was rubbing me down with a piece of silk it was brilliant it was really nice mm. it is it, I think for anyone that's not tried sensation play it's something you've got to try because if we, if you'd said to us beforehand before we tried it and bear in mind we only tried it for the podcast yeah and then now it's like something that like yeah. we really really enjoy yeah. and yeah. the things that you have in your kit bag aren't always things that you you know and I get a lot of stuff off Amazon yeah you know, like the claws that you pull pulled pork apart with. The bear yeah. claws yeah. things, those. Oh, Fantastic. I've got an extendable yeah. back scratcher. Oh, no, there's a telesc- <laughs> telescopic back scratcher with a little metal hand on yeah. the end. It's yeah. just yeah. like, you scratch your back with it, but yeah, you... If well, you don't know what I do with it, do you? Because you've got your blindfold on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, just different things. I bet Feathers. that we should get one of those, but that's quite nice for just underneath what else? your balls. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Fe- oh, feathers do really well under there. Yeah. Yes, feathers. now we, we did buy us a couple of feathers. Didn't you? feathers. Yes. Yeah, for Amazon. Mm. Very good. I think we need to put a flip flop in there. <laughs> flip flop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you can, or a slipper. Okay. Yeah, so you can get that sensation of going to the headmaster's office and ah, like a real. Sli- uh, yeah, I've already got the canes. Look yeah. at the paddles, they're pretty, pretty I, I am from an era. Do you, do you do any of that kind of play? Not yet, but I just thought of it. 
No, I am from an era where the primary no school that I went to, the very first year that I was there, uh, was the very last year that I believe they banned corporal punishment. Yeah. So I actually did get the slipper from the headmaster once. Did you? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, well, you're older than me. So Did you turn around that. and go, oh, I quite like that? I'm <laughs> <laughs> well, fairly certain SAS did exist in those days, but uh, I, was just thinking, I hadn't discovered it yet. That could, have, that could have been the starting of lots of people's fetish. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, in definitely. Eton, I'm pretty sure in, in the Eton, Etonians and, and the whole, that's why some of the, the clubs around, around there... Mm. There's, there was a lot of kink and fetish clubs because of a lot of the old Etonians yeah. beating the shit out of each other. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, as legend has it. We'll have to ask Boris. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you'll find most of Westminster. There's not much that's off limits with us, is there? Yeah, yeah. I need to be more accepting of everything else that goes on. Even if I'm not necessarily into it, I should never, ever kink shame anybody for what they do. Even if it's something that's extreme and something that I may be scared of or something else, it's like, well, it's not me who's doing it. I yeah. should do, though. I think you, you like you just move yourself away from things that you're not interested in. No, sometimes, if, if, even if I'm not necessarily interested in doing it, I may it's have... intrigue. Yeah, I may have a, 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 an extreme yeah. technical interest in... What's happening over there? This yeah. interesting. But that's the thing, that's what I was saying, because yeah. it is more a technical um, mm. act that you're doing. And even if you're not into it, sometimes you can adapt what you see yeah. Yeah. Into, to something that, that you do like. Yeah, you can learn so much just by going along to the events and watching. Yeah. And, yeah, I've definitely seen things mm. and thought, do you know what, I'll so try that. Are there particular kink events that you would recommend to, to our listeners who have probably never been to a kink event? Definitely embargo at Libs. Okay. <clears throat> which is the first Sunday of each month. Yeah. Um, That's with the wonderful Master Paul and Lady, Lady Selena. Selena. Yeah. Um, they have different themes. And you can go along and just watch, can't you? There's, there's absolutely yeah. no pressure to, to, to. Yeah, definitely. To be strapped up. And <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And there are, there are people who even get their kicks just going along and watching even just at swing clubs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's true. Absolutely. Um, very recently discovered the. Um, uh, thank you to all the participants, by the way. The eight-person uh, event that happened in Amigos recently. Uh, okay. There's a girl who goes in there all the time. She's very young, very pretty. Uh, but all she does is watch. Yeah. And that's her thing. Oh, yeah. And I've mm-hmm. not got two words out of her in all the time that I've ever seen her there. Really? But because this thing was going on in the corner, that was a visual buffet, she was right in the doorway just getting an eyeful... And I've never seen a, such a big smile on her face because this, this is exactly what she's there for to, yeah. to get to get the kink of Voyeur, watching. Voyeurism, yeah. absolutely, yeah. Uh, so from that point, we couldn't shut her up. No, she, she, she loved it. She absolutely loved it, and, wow. and it's like if only we knew because I'm a massive exhibitionist. Yeah, and so <laughs> perfect match. If that's her kink, I'm more than happy that if we're doing something together and we not necessarily want anybody to join us, we just want to have us time. Yeah, more than happy for her to sit in the corner. We've had a very similar experience where we had a couple that wanted to come along to an event. And they sent us an email, and they were like, "Oh no, 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 we don't actually like swapping. We just like watching other couples." And it's like, 
That's fine. You can do that. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's perfectly there fine. There are even rooms set up for that. Um, yeah. You've been in the attic, you've got the couple's yes. room. Yeah. And you've exactly. got that uh, double-sided mirror, two-way mirror. That's right. With yeah. sofas on the other side. Well, yeah. feel free to go and sit on the sofa side yeah. and just watch what's going on. Yeah. Because yeah. What, what some couples who have perhaps got voyeuristic tendencies is, there's, like you said, exhibitionists who are on the other side of it and yeah. they love they, we need voyeurs to watch yeah exactly so yeah. earlier on we were talking there are people that do literally just like to either dress up in nice underwear mm. or walk around naked yeah and um, you know they don't they're not interested in having sex with anybody or swapping partners they literally just want to walk around and show off and feel yeah. good about themselves yeah you're in that safe um, environment to and do it yeah you, you don't have to you should never go to a club expecting to have sex that night so if you go in just thinking I'm going to go and have a good time, feel good about myself, make friends, have chats with people, then that's you know that's what it's really Which is about. Is almost it? going back to a vanilla lifestyle. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When before all of this monkey business set off, you'd go out in the town on Saturday night with your girl, and you'd go and dance and drink and enjoy yeah. yourself, and you'd come home not expecting anything was going to happen. Yeah. Exactly. Keep that mindset, and you'll never go wrong. Yeah, that's a and perfect piece of advice, that is. It's, it's a bonus. It's an absolute bonus. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely brilliant. Yeah. yeah, absolutely brilliant. I'd like to thank you so much for coming along today. Thank Enjoyed you for it. inviting us. Oh, <laughs> no, honestly, our pleasure. I could, I could listen to you for, for hours. You, you must come back and tell us more experiences. And and it's just, <laughs> it's just I still can't believe you've only been together six months. I know. I know. Aww. Oh, look, we get oh, kiss. kisses again. He's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hush with you. <laughs> well, and, and our big thing now is we we need to get you to one of our our events. I'm sure there Come are and spend an evening with us because that would be amazing. I'm sure there are, there are yeah. many couples who will now be be loving to meet you. Absolutely. We've, um, you'll be and sick of me. People <laughs> wanted to get in touch with you and talk to you about kink, fetish, or anything, anything else. Like yeah. It, how can they reach you on Fab Swingers? Uh, you can find us on Fab Swingers and Pineapple. Oh, you're on Pineapple. And on r slash Swingers on Reddit. Okay, and your fab name is? Cheeky Demand. Cheeky Demand. Oh, bless you. Most of the time you'll find it's Russ that's chatting. He likes chatting a lot, don't you? I come home from work and I'm like, how many forum threads have you commented on today? (laughs) To be fair. quickly catch myself back up. To be fair, most of the forum threads I do preface with brackets, Mr. Okay. So they know it's me. You can usually tell who you're chatting to. Yeah, Yeah, because I start a sentence with a capital letter and name with a full stop. (laughs) (laughs) So are you on our Discord? On our Discord channel, we only really you chat must. through uh, through Fab. Okay, uh, that's our main. So, so Discord, we've got like a club. It's like a virtual club, Discord. So yeah, Tina's on there. She's always chatting on there. You must join our Discord. Totally free. Yeah, definitely. definitely yeah. Well, we de- it's definitely going to happen. We'll have a look. Yeah, we'll look into it. Excellent. Brilliant. I'm not very technically minded with all these things, so... <laughs> Russ is the one. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good job I live with an IT specialist. <laughs> it is, isn't it? That's kind of handy. <laughs> the only reason he wants you on Discord is in case we have any questions, you see, he can come back oh, and go, Russ, right. this isn't working, what do I do? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Thank you so much, guys. Um, it's been brilliant meeting you both. Um, awesome. It's been a pleasure for I feel, us. I feel like we're already friends now, which is great. Yeah, Aww. definitely. Um, Thank you. No, honestly, it's like it's just so lovely. You're so 
easy to talk to <laughs> and I, the fact that you've just both been so honest about some quite personal things we hope to get to see you very very soon yeah that would be we brilliant thank you and to all our listeners we shall see you next time you will do thank you very much bye 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 bye